Well, there's a blizzard on the way tomorrow. And uh, so literally not a moment too soon for the Take Note Summer Beverage Series. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Time, it <laughs> seems like the right time. Yep. Uh, today I want to talk about a, a hot tea, Von B's Honey Cintron and Ginger Tea. It's not just a tea, Ted. It's a tea, a jam, and a salad dressing. You can get it at the Costco in a giant jar, largest jar I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> then you lids on so tight, you, your life coach, um, your life coach gets the lid off for you. You put about a, a tablespoon of the honey citron ginger uh, jam into a jar of hot water. You mix it up. You got yourself a of a, a hot tea, unlike any beverage you've had before. In that you don't want to drink what's at the bottom of it the like the little citron uh mush the lemon rinds the yuzu rinds is a delightful that sounds like that sounds like a good little post drink chew to me maybe maybe i'll work my way up to it work it around in your mouth a little bit get those last uh uh electrolytes is that the right word probably not sure Antioxidants. There we go. Got Probably, there. antioxidants. Yeah. Well, what that sounds perfect for like a Fourth of July picnic. Yep. Maybe you're out on the beach with a large jar of piping hot jam tea. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's a maybe it's a sweaty night of bowling. You know, like you're in a <laughs> in a muggy bowling alley, swelling sweating <laughs> with the guys. You get uh, maybe a share of pizza, bowling alley pizza. Yep. And uh, a greasy hot piece of grease, pizza, greasy hot pizza, and a mug of honey citron ginger tea, and uh, you know, just don't forget it's also salad dressing. Couldn't recommend it highly enough. <laughs> in all seriousness, I recommend you you get a jar of this stuff. It's fantastic. They say that it it aids digestion. I don't know, but how could it not? It sounds like it's already digesting itself in that large jar. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's got a head start. And I've got a resolution for next year now. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna try chew on the, the gross little yep. insides that always scare me when I accidentally sip them, even though I know it's there. Anyway, this is Take Note. It's a podcast about um, teas and jams and salad dressings yep. and also keeping a notebook. My name is Adam. Your name, I believe, is still Ted. Still is. Haven't changed it. Great. Not and yet. on the on this show, we talk about stationery. We talk about paying attention. We talk about what we've written in our notebook. So. Ted, what do you got? All right. Uh, I was hanging out around pickup time at the elementary school. Uh, lots of transactions. Time. Lots of comings and goings. Uh, kid, maybe a fourth, third, fourth grader says to his mom, why were you late? Mom says, well, I was late because I was working and your dad was supposed to pick you up and he went for a run, and that's all I heard. <laughs> like, because I was working, and your dad was went, supposed to. Went for a run, and I, oh, I just thought, went for a run. That just kind of recycled, <laughs> repeated in my head over and over. It sounds like Dad had a lot a of too many uh, honey citron ginger teas. Yeah, got him shot right out the front door and forgot about life's obligations what do you got adam all right i went to see uh the chicago recording artist andrew bird 
at the uh, at the Fourth Presbyterian Church. He does uh, shows in Chicago every winter. Taking a few years off for some reason. Every winter he does shows in Chicago called the Gazella Hyde. I think it's Belgian for cozy. And you sit in the pews of the church. He doesn't sing any Christmas songs, which I never realized until uh, it was mentioned somewhere. It's just like a very, uh, you know, it's a delightful little, it's cozy. It's supposed to be cozy. Uh, after, he said, after he played Inside Problems, he said that it was inspired in part by a New Yorker cartoon of a baby in the like little uh, newborn room at the hospital among all the other babies uh, with a, a baby with its phone, with a phone in its hand texting, OMG, I was just born. Uh, uh, it amused me it amused me so much that i may pay the 12 dollars to legitimately use the cartoon in the next issue of our email newsletter Um, but uh licensing fees yep yep immediately after that the woman in front of us uh picked up her phone filmed the next song just as she had many before and many others after it um and uh yeah didn't you know didn't I don't think it was a hint, but didn't didn't notice. Didn't, didn't sort of sink in as kind of a life lesson or a... Nope. Not at all. Nope. To the point where um that when when she did that, that's when I, I that's when I motioned to my wife. You, you see this? And you know, yeah, my my <laughs> wife had seen it. Uh you could you couldn't miss it. Um a few <laughs> songs later, I decided to knock on the pew behind her. Just knock knock knock. Sure. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, which, uh, my, my wife, uh, pulled my hand away. The lady did not turn around. She briefly stopped filming. Um, and I just sat there thinking like, oh, if you had turned around, I would have said, perhaps you could turn the brightness down on your screen. Like the other cinematographers. Um, yeah, that was my experience at the Andrew Bird cozy concert. Uh, I I do recommend it. it. It's like not exactly a Christmas song, but Andalusia, I think he does a cover of, which is the John Cale song, I think. he uh, It's really good. He did a John Cale cover when we were there. And when yeah. we saw him three years ago, last time he did a different John Cale song. He's a big, big John Cale guy. It was, his cover was very good. And John Cale's album, A Child's Christmas in Wales, one of my favorites as well. So, oh, really? So there you go. Here we go. Christmas episode. What do you got, Ted? Uh, okay. I got a couple. I'll do it. I'll shoot you with a couple of just a couple more random quotes uh, captured from around town. I was at a f- kind of a food mall. What do they call them now? Court. Food. Food hall? Court, they used court. to be courts, like other halls. Hall, yeah, it's a food hall. I'm at a food hall. Uh, ordered my Mediterranean meal and got a buzzer that said, when flash and vibrate, please take the meal. That was the direction on the uh, the buzzer. I feel and like those then, buzzers uh, are back. Yeah, this buzzer, this buzzer, it felt more complicated than an old buzzer. It, had, it was giving me directions. And then uh, our my my niece and nephew are in town. Uh, niece is eleven. They were just out cavorting around, playing out in the countryside. And at one point, my my niece says, "Oh, come on! They're frolicking without me." And she ran out the <laughs> ran out the door, which is as it should be. 
And those are my couple of quotations. My what do you got's gathered from about town. I love it. Which I'm writing in my uh, letterpress thing, new nouveau letterpress hatch show print edition with the blue and the yellow and the arrow on and the dots. Really enjoying these. The light blue ink on the lined edition. Having a great time flying through it. Enjoying the patina, the wear. I'm writing with a lousy liner. I I have learned these pens are made from 100% recycled plastic and filled with reclaimed printer cartridge ink. These are the lousy liners. Sustainable pen. My sister... Is it called uh, the lousy liner or is it called the liner? It's called the lousy liner. Oh, really? That's exactly what it's called. Huh. Recycle black ink, recycle plastic. It says that it's refillable. Now, this I'm curious about. I don't know. I don't know these details. You just Someone dip it back does. in the ocean, and it uh, automatically <laughs> collects the plastic. You gotta find a. You gotta find a used up printer cartridge somewhere. Yeah. Um, but my sister Ada, the proprietor of Main Street Books in Davidson, North Carolina, I've heard of that. Uh, got me this pen for Christmas, and as well as some cool inserts for my traveler's notebook my passport size traveler's notebook she got me a little plastic zipper pouch and a blank book to insert in there so i'm i've got some nice little things to work with here courtesy of my famous bookstore owner sister so that's what's new for me uh the liner feels great it's it's a 0.8 millimeter plays like a Plays like a point or like a one point two. It's absolutely gigantic. It feels uh, like twice the size of a oh, sharpie really? pen, but it's oh. it's really nice. You've it's piqued more in my the, curiosity. I know. I I didn't even know about these. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is up your alley with the thickness of the line. It's it's in the ballpark of a Pigma Micron, kind of a feels like a drawing pen, but it's a little more a little smoother. So hey, right out of the gates, I'm enjoying this thing. Might have to. Uh, they they appear to not be super affordable. <laughs> Glancing to twenty four will cost you a hundred and twenty dollars. Not which is not competing on price. You're telling me. Interesting. Not competing on price, but they are turning waste into inspiration. Uh, they looks like they do a lot of recycled ink. Anyway, cool stuff. That's what I'm using. What do you? What do you? What do you I, got? What's I've new got, in your? I've got some recent acquisitions here. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, it's Hanukkah time already. I guess by the time this comes out, it'll probably be Christmas time too. Um, I've got a few. Got a few Hanukkah gifts. I've got a few things that I bought myself. And uh, so the first, the, the first stationary gift that I got is a pen from craighill.co, which I had not heard of before, I don't think. It's called the Kepler pen. Mine is in brass. It is um, well, it's a two, two and a half inch pen. Hey, little baby, it's a three inch pen. Actually, I don't know. Here we go, it's a, uh, it's a five inch pen. Yep, I measured it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a heavy brass pen. It is uh, wow. like the heaviest pen that I have to hold the, to hold in the hand. I really like the feel of it, and it has got a um, 
Jeez, Ted, it is ribbed. Um, it is ribbed sure. where you would put uh, your fingers. Um, it's got a kind of a wobble okay. away, <laughs> a wave, sure. um, and it takes a it takes a Schmidt refill, and uh, I really I like the feel of it in my hand, Ted. <laughs> so, where, where does the refill go in? Haven't figured that out yet. Uh, it's okay. like a click well, pen. Just keep. Uh, tr- I mean, just keep trying. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I figure out what I'll do. Probably is I'll just write until I'm out of ink, and then I'll then I'll look up how to refill it. I bet I can find it on the website. Haven't seen it so far though. It's. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at pictures. This is a handsome. It's a very distinguished looking pen. Very handsome, distinguished looking pen, which is I believe is how I described it. Right? No. Uh, heavy and ribbed is what I said. I mean. <laughs> it is truly wavy. I mean, that's like a yeah. design feature. Yep, yep. That's Purposely wavy. Cool. Yeah, wavy is a word I could have said instead of ribbed. Yep. Well, okay. You know. Um, all right, so I've and then I bought for myself the Field Notes Draplin special winter release straight from straight from the Drap. It's the surplus green with hazard yellow standard issue ddc factory floor memo book this edition's got yellow paper with green lines i think they're green lines yeah olive junior lines it's uh really sharp but um you had said to me about i think the huckberry edition that we talked about looked like it had just one of the kind of plasticky covers now this edition if you've seen a picture of it you'll see that it's got a uh it's got like a texture to it like an interesting yeah. texture no it does not it is a picture yep. of that texture okay uh-huh it is it's a picture the text it's like a photo of the the text on some sort of weave or cloth so the, yeah. the text on it is wavy but it's not actually it's just a photo and it is um it's a white cover um that they that they painted uh green and yellow ink on top of and it is of that variety that I think you might call a little plasticky. It's uh, just opaque white, one hundred pound. Um, it's exactly what my my children uh, said. Oh, it looks like it's, it looks like it's, uh, it looks like it's bumpy, but it's not. And that's that's the deal. You know, with it. I I don't care, but if I'm am looking at the image, I'm thinking this is like in the great lakes category or the trailhead edition that the there's going to be some toothiness and some feel to this cover like that's really what it looks like it's going to be it looks like it's going to be printing on top of cool thick cover paper that's a that seems a little bit of a wrinkle yeah um i mean i guess it just says beefy coated cover stock Color colors inspired by crusty old army jackets. Yeah, it is. Uh, Only because our expectations are so high. I mean, that's what that's what I think. It's it's yeah, it's goofy. I don't know. Hmm. It's 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 it, yeah. It surprised me. Um, so then also I've got here. I received this tonight. It is called a Cami Terrier. K A M I T E R I O R um notebook from the memo terrier line but this one is a cam terrier four pencil notebook and i have not gotten to 
uh, dig into this one this much, but it's there are like five different types of paper in one convenient notebook. Uh, wait, I went from saying my own thing to accidentally reading off a page where they're selling them. Um, <laughs> so there's, um, it, it says it's special white painting paper, Dia bulky paper, Opera Clear Max, OCR paper, and Slate huh. Subtle. In theory, I guess they are all good for pencil. I tested one of them before we started, which I think is probably the special white painting. I'm using a really nice pencil. So the, I'm using the Carandash Swiss Wood, which apparently has just been on this uh, on the pandemic desk that uh, I haven't really returned to that often for um, the last two years. And, uh, you know, writes really well with it. I don't know if it's the pencil or the paper. I haven't gotten to play with it quite that much yet. Now, are these loose leaf sheets where you would go and take them and perform different functions? Or It is, no. It is like five different notepads bound together at the top, uh, like kind of glued together at the top of the notepad. So you would go through, I, I don't think that's what you would do. Um, I could be wrong, but I imagine that if I start pulling pages from like, the second or the third notepad, the whole thing falls apart. Um, hmm. But, it, you know, it's it's a sharp notebook, and uh, cool. yeah, oh, this is four pencil well, between... features, papers of varying colors and tooth best suited for pencils. It's a, it's a neat little idea. I mean, between this Craig Hill and this Cama Terrier, I feel like you are, and well, and hey, I'll say it, me with my lousy pen here, I feel like we're venturing into some like slightly new territory for us. We are not being the not being the extreme stationary adventurers that some are, but I feel like we're kind of uh, getting outside of our our comfort zones. I like this. And, and then I have one more way outside my comfort zone. Uh, delighted by this one. It is the Flying Two notebook from Dapper Notes. It's unfortunately folks sold out now. Um, hmm. Gift from number one number one gifter the show Ryan Sly. Um, he is a gift. He, he yes, he is, and uh, it's uh, it's supposed to be my new dream notebook. It and definitely will be. There's a Peter Pan or some sort of fairy type character flying into. It's not a Peter Pan exactly. Flying into a window on the cloth cover, um, the crushed velour cover. Um, it's got beautiful paper inside, and it'll be my 2023 dream journal um, very nice yeah beautiful notebook and uh, frankly like uh you know there might be there might be some competition here right if uh if 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 i start looking at quality over quantity and also that i have more notebooks that i will ever need in my life you know the <laughs> the price uh the price point on this i think is 15 dollars, and um you know, maybe one really nice notebook for fifteen dollars is yeah. um, more what I need than uh, you know three. Well, I think I I think I've had one. I've used one of their notebooks, and I uh, that was my response to. I mean, the covers are beautiful, like in a way that they feel made, not just a certain paper selected. Am I right about that? Yeah. Yeah. And. And I'm guessing the paper's really nice to write on. It is. Oh well, I haven't I haven't written on it yet, but it's obviously okay. very very nice paper. Um, yeah. 
So, I mean, yeah, you know, I think there's something to be said there. Absolutely. I wonder how many pages there are. Do you think, does it feel like it'll last a little bit longer? Nope. Um, there's 48 pages. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's 48 pages. And, uh, but if you, you know, if you use one notebook, well, I use one notebook typically every six weeks. Anyway, so I would need more than that. Yeah. But uh, still, I got plenty of notebooks too. Well, I mean, it sounds great, and I know Ryan's a huge fan of them. Yeah, they're they're as well. They're beautiful. Awesome. They have a lot more stuff on their site than I perhaps anticipated. They've got some fun stickers. Capture life. I feel like that's a. That's a nice little uh, overlap with the Take Note uh, ethos. They sell a fanny pack. What's not to love about that? Well, good for them. I guess they send you six notebooks a year, actually. Ah. Yeah. So this is, I'm looking at shop.dappernotes.com. Me too. Just for reference yeah. for those listening. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Reference for them too. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent. Good. Well, you're you're uh, you are equipped to to with some some ribbed and some velvety materials <laughs> to start capturing. I'm gonna life. have a great Christmas. <laughs> Ted, a lot of surprises this episode for you, mostly for you, but also for our listeners. And so, before we continue, we're gonna go back in time to earlier today. Um, when we recorded for two minutes. Cue the audio. All right, Ted, back on episode 151 on June 5th, you gave me a brief to fulfill. Do you remember the remember brief it, you gave me? remember it well. I remember it like it was yesterday. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. No guess at all, right? You asked me to create a playlist called Folk Songs for Phones. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And I spent some time on that, and really, I only found three folk songs that I liked. But I have created a playlist, a full playlist, um, that incorporates those songs, and it incorporates songs that I've been loving, that I've been hearing mostly on Radio France's FIP music station. I recommend to everyone um and also a little bit on uh bbc six's morning radio show the, the breakfast show on bbc six so i have created a playlist i do not have a clever title for it um but what we're going to do now is i'm going to send it to you and you're going to listen to it today and then we're going to come back to the episode and record tonight all right and now i've got my assignment that's right and you've got only hours to complete it <laughs> <laughs> the heat is on. All right. Well, it's it's the holiday season, so hey, nothing but nothing but free time. <laughs> That's exactly uh, how I feel. Family oh and not professional <laughs> obligations. It is what what a, what wonderful timing. Yes, we are recording this little two minutes on certainly my busiest work day. <laughs> <laughs> but I look forward to talking to you tonight, and I hope you enjoy it. I accept the challenge. I'll talk to you soon. Adam, I didn't realize you had such good taste in music. Oh, it's all Radio France, buddy, but thank you. (laughs) 
this playlist is hot stuff. I'm glad you like it. I'm telling you, man, if you are a listener of this show and you need some tunes uh, and you want to go on a on a sonic adventure, uh, we'll put a link in the in the show notes, but you need to go find yourself some of these folk songs for phones. There's about three this of them. This is hot stuff, Three folk man. songs for phones in there. And the rest is, I don't know what the rest is, but you know, I was kind of, when I was working on folk songs for phones, I did decide everything's a folk song. Well, there, you're also, these are for phones. Does a phone even think of a folk song in the same way that you do? Like I, the ones that to me felt like a folk song for phones, for example, Christine and the Queens, normally you and me human beings wouldn't consider that a folk song, but a phone would consider that a folk okay, song. This is a very high concept. Yeah, I like it. But what you did, what you did was, uh, I mean, first of all, this should go without saying, but I played it in order because I think a, even in this day and age, a playlist still should have a a narrative progression. But you, you, there were there were some serious, amazing R and B tunes, some hip hop, some old school, new school really woven uh, together with some like fantastic female vocalists, some mellow stuff, some some real like bangers, as they say. I mean, this was... It's all bangers, yeah. This was fantastic. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks. I, yeah. I spent a lot of time working on the weaving it together, and uh, I don't, I, you know, I don't remember. I, I explained this, I think, in the bit that everybody else just heard, but that we recorded earlier you know what i did was i just really started paying attention to the songs that i loved that i was uh hearing on radio france fip and i just started that's how it started and it started with the very first song i mean i started making the playlist when i heard that first song black is black by big big maybelle um which was amazing yeah it's just an amazing song i could listen to that song over and over and over again um now who does the uh there's a there's a is there a famous version of that I don't know. I don't know. I mean, um, have you heard it before? I've heard it before. Um, I want my back is black is black. I want my baby back. Let me look at the. I'm gonna look it up too. Doesn't say. Elise but I mean, Bravo I think that... did a version in 1966. I don't know if that's oh, the famous that. version oh, or not. That's it. But I think even from that first song. What I loved about this playlist is that these were, I mean, I know some of the artists, but for the most part, they were people that I immediately, I liked the music and then I wanted to go and learn about the people that I was listening to, which I think is such a fun feeling to have. Like each song that came on, I wanted to go and immediately start doing research on the performer and figure out what was going on with the tune and. Um, they all made me want to learn more of the new stuff and kind of the old school stuff. The I gotta say this tune, "Bruises" by Chairlift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whew! Isn't that Hot great stuff? And so that's Christine Polachek, who's got a solo album that came out a few years ago and is now releasing singles. I think for her new solo record, um, which is just I don't know about that. Like I, I, I can't look away from it, but I not realizing i had the song on the playlist 
I didn't realize that it was the same person. And suddenly Pitchfork's been doing a lot of stories about her singles that are coming out and the strange videos. Yeah, and... you are. You were there before Pitchfork was. <laughs> right, Come on. right, 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 right. And yeah. I didn't even realize it. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is her. Um, yeah, I really like looking into it too. I thought it was interesting. This song, there's a song Pretty Big Chief by I think the 79ers gang, which is a yeah. New Orleans song. And th- that one... Uh, I had never heard of them. I listened to a decent amount of New Orleans music. I listened to a lot of WWOZ out of New Orleans, and I hadn't happened to hear that. And that one just that came up on uh, Radio France too. Um, yeah, Radio it, France is killing it. And what's what's the info on this Radio France station? Okay, so uh, Radio France has all sorts of different stations, all sorts of podcasts. The station that's got kind of a cult following, I guess. I don't even know how I heard about it, but it's called FIP, uh, which. I think it's like French Inter or something, but it's called FIP. You, you go to Radio France website and you you can watch FIP. You can listen to FIP, which they call web radio. It's just 24-hour. Well, no, FIP isn't a web radio. It is a station there. 24-hour 20, on music, almost completely uninterrupted, except every once in a while a uh, French broadcaster does the traffic report, which is also delightful. <laughs> um, each song <laughs> is linked to the next song in some sort of way most of the time you miss it or there's just kind of a vibe and you've got a sense of what it might be. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you, you catch what it is and it's fun. Um, so a, a lot of it came from that. There's a great app. And then you can also, so the FIP is a freeform station. It, they'll play any sort of genre, one right after another. But then they have these web radios, FIP rock, FIP groove, FIP. And so if you're in the mood for a specific sort of thing, you can listen to, you can narrow narrow it down by genre. Um, it's really great, and also been the listening. The next song I wanted to highlight, yeah. which really jumped out at me, was Mescarem Meese singing Charlemagne. Yeah, that's a great one too. Yeah, uh, which I need to even go back and listen to again. I mean, I feel like I've just the whole thing is is resonating in my brain, but the individual songs haven't don't stand out yet what i think is interesting about your technique is like when i do a playlist like this i tend to gravitate towards songs that i'm like very familiar with and that i have sort of vetted and listened to a bunch and still kind of like they've passed muster where i haven't gotten tired of them and i'm like yes this is this is a song that i will stand behind but you're you kind of taken a different approach um, sort of like grabbing what sounds great. I mean, some of them you obviously have a deeper knowledge, but do you feel like a lot of them you you have maybe kind of a passing knowledge of the artist and you've just gone with the the vibe, as you call it? Almost. I mean, I think it's all discovery. I think every single one of these songs came from... No, Be Not So Fearful, the last song by Bill Fay. It's a song I love. <clears throat> I learned it from Jeff Tweedy doing covers of it. And mm. when, when originally when I was focused on folk songs, um, I knew that was one that was going to make it in there. And uh, it's just a song that makes me feel good. Um, that, I think, is the only song on here that I didn't discover in making the playlist. And I think what I did was I, you know, I was not listening to Radio France to make the playlist. Uh, it had, I kind of, you know, I, I was working on the playlist and it, 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 nothing had happened for a while on it when I heard, uh, black is black. 
and knew that I had to save it. And I think the trick was just that I wasn't, it was things had to grab me. I wasn't, I wasn't even listening for, to create a playlist for a long yeah. time. Um, and I'd had a that. few songs. Um, and then the other thing is most mornings at work, I listen to um, BBC Radio 6's morning show. Um, and that is where the Christine and the Queens song, which the title's in French, I'm not going to attempt it, uh, comes from. And that is where Harder Than You Think, the Public Enemy song, comes from. Um, and, and, and in both these cases, I, I do not listen to these to be pretentious. I listen to them because they're commercial free and it's just a ton yeah. of music. Um, and, and it's fun having someone who's not an algorithm curate something for you. Absolutely. Um, well, and those, those stations have a, the, the, the multi-genre thing you mentioned really makes a big difference to having an interesting listening experience. Yep. And they and will take you anywhere. And they're 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 unabashed. And my favorite show on WWOZ, the New Orleans non uh, music station that's non-commercial is I think there's a show called Kitchen Sink which is 3 afternoon. I I mean I like I love that radio station, but there's a show in the evenings 3 nights a week I think called Kitchen Sink that is all over the place. And that's that's my favorite one of those awesome. as well. Had you heard that Public Enemy song before? That uh, harder no. than you think. So the interesting no. thing about that song, I had heard that. It's also the. Um, I didn't know it was Public Enemy, but it is also, um, the theme song on a British panel show called The Last Leg, um, hmm. and it's it's a song they made for their twentieth anniversary, um, and it was not a hit here, is my understanding. In part because it was the theme for that show, which I don't believe is a hugely successful show, but maybe I'm wrong. It became a hit there. Um, and if you look on Spotify, it is, I believe, the most streamed uh, Public Enemy song. But I, I you know. That is funny. Yeah, and it's great. It is, it's a banger. Well, I mean, I, I know nothing about Public Enemy, but once that st song started, I thought, oh, wow, I didn't know that they could make music this textured and interesting and i don't know sonically i didn't think that was even their oeuvre right. but it's it was it was so much more complex than i was expecting just seeing the name on the playlist really awesome choice well i think the act of creating a playlist much like doing anything else deliberately has like a reward in and of itself like thinking in the way that you thought about things, trying to sort of open your antenna to something with a certain feel. I mean, it's an age-old practice, but I think, you know, I get, I definitely get stuck. I'll create a fall 2022 and then I'll just dump, I think I've got 25 hours of music in there. Just any old thing, I'll throw it in there if I want to hear it or not forget about it. But, you know, 15 song playlist, that's, you got to be deliberate and thoughtful and work your way through something it's which I, I think it's a worthwhile venture and then sharing it is so fun it's like me hearing you, you your thought process through the playlist was great fun it was very interesting when you were saying earlier that you really vet all of your songs because that is what i can't don't seem to have the capacity to do um and it's the thing that 
impresses me so much. It's the thing that I know that you can do. You can also talk about music um, more easily than I can. Um, but uh, I know that you vet those songs, and I know that you put together that country song for clones playlist, which we've got up. You can find that on the... It's in our show notes from the previous episode. We'll probably put it in the show notes for this one. But it's also... It's a, it's a free... Like, it's you don't have to be a subscriber of the Patreon. It's posted on the Patreon um, if you want to find it there. And I bet we'll post this whole thing on the Patreon as well. Um, but you you had all those songs vetted. You knew those songs, and you picked them, and you still did it quickly. Um, whereas this, it did take me... I just can't... You know, I listen to a lot of music, but I can't hold on to it. And I, I do... You know, things get jumbled into little playlists, but then I move on to the next one before there's more than two or three songs in it usually. But I, I think that this has kind of inspired me to, like, definitely start a, you know, a, a next playlist, and maybe it'll be a January playlist, and maybe it'll take months to find the right songs again. But uh, excited to do it again. Hot. Hey, I look forward to it. Uh, let's do this again very soon, Adam. Um Episode 170 will be coming up, which means Ryan Sly will be joining us again. Stay even tuned if, for that. Even if we have to drag him away from his vacation. Hope everybody has a fine holiday season. Stay warm most of the country next few days as we're recording this. I'm going to go out and uh, lay some blankets over some plants and, and huddle close to them through the night to uh, keep them warm and safe. That's what you always do for the uh, winter solstice, right? That's fair. Yeah, it's it's more of a spiritual thing than a than a weather related thing. But uh, you can find us on the internet at takenote.space. That doesn't sound like a website. It is. I mean, increasingly, it does sound like a website, uh, more so than it used to. But it still is. It's a website. HTML, the whole bit. Images, text together. The lady, the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> Uh, you can uh, sign up for our, our newsletter, which is enhanced. It's better. It's easy to read. Uh, it'll kind of circle around some of these topics, maybe a few additional um, thoughts and reflections and meditations. That's at takenotepod.substack.com. Might include a $12 cartoon. If you would like to support the show financially, you can do that too at patreon.com slash take note uh to those who who support the show hopefully you have received your zine which we have called i can't have that it's our it's our almanac commonplace book uh adam did most of the work on that for which i'm grateful it's really uh i mean i'm biased but it's a it's a great great little memento i i laid on my bed when it arrived today and read through the whole thing straight so we think you'll enjoy it for those who supported um deeply appreciate the support so it's a real it's a real wind beneath our wings kind of a situation um in the meantime take care happy new year